We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there, Knicks fans. How you doing? It's your boy, John of the Macri, with you for another episode of the Knicks Film School Podcast. Except, not really. Um, allow me to explain. So, um, we actually had a uh, very special guest booked for an interview today. Um, but, um, silly me tried to get in a little bit too much um, before... My wife's due date, which um, it seems is going to be coming early because as we speak, um, she is over on the couch having early contractions. Uh, I'm recording this on Thursday morning, by the way. Um, so a little change of plans um, as I will uh, most likely be still in the hospital um, when you are listening to this. Today's episode is going to be uh, Mr. Andrew Claudio, my wonderful producer and the host of uh, Final Score, a podcast which um, hopefully you've taken a listen to because it's very good. Um, he's going to be doing the post-game recap and also taking some questions from fans on the YouTube live stream. Um, and that is going to be our Friday KFS podcast for this week. And hopefully, knock on, knock on wood, um, everything goes okay and I am... Back home with, you know, a little extra eight pound or so bundle of joy, ready to record the normal podcast um, with Jeremy that will come at you on Monday. But um, just a little, little public service announcement. Um, so thank you for your um, understanding 
and uh, and and patience, as it were. And and uh, let's be honest, you guys are lucky to get Claudio because he's a lot better than me at this anyway. So um, enjoy Andrew talking about um, what is uh, hopefully going to be a win for the Knicks heading into the All Star break, um, and, and that the impending birth of my child does not bring bad luck because that would just be very unfortunate. Um, and, uh, yeah, I will, uh, talk to all of you guys next week. Randall with 27, 10 point Nick Lee, the steal by Nerland's Noel, the Knicks will enter the all-star break over 500 at 19 and 18, they defeat the Detroit Pistons 114 to 104, the Knicks have won eight of their last 11 games, Clyde, and six of their last seven here at the Garden. Hey, guys. As you can tell, I am not John Macri. Uh, first of all, can everybody hear me? Okay. I just want to make sure that the sound is all right. Um, I'm trying this with a microphone. I understand John doesn't because he's natural like that. But um, I'm super producer Andrew Claudio of the Knicks Film School podcast and of 99% of the stuff you see at Nick's film school. Uh, if you are just tuning in, you uh, probably know already that John Macri is not here because he is a father of two now. So I'm going to charge you guys with one thing you could do right now because we're celebrating a Knicks victory, but it's we're celebrating something else. Of course, we're celebrating that John, you know, how babies got here uh, go to his dms now because they're open and just flood him with congrats he's not going to be mad at me because the knicks won so go right ahead um john i know you're i that's the thing i think he's watching which is the best part about it he was texting me throughout the game like notes because i he knew i was doing this and it's like you're in the in the hospital with your child and he's like i really like this the Stewart kid i think he's really good for the pistons um so uh let's i'm gonna do my best to recap the game for you like he would um i'm gonna be probably close to let's say 50 percent, maybe 65 percent as informed um i'm definitely gonna be like 100 percent more sober um but uh, it's going to be, we'll have some fun tonight. We'll have some fun. Um, so here's the deal. Um, this game, it, it felt like a blowout, but it wasn't, you know, um, I don't want to talk anything negative. The Knicks are 19 and 18 at the, at the midway point. I think all of us would have signed up for it. I think we can all nitpick. So let's get that out of the way. Now they only won by 10 against the worst team in the league. They were up by, thank you. Four point play behind me. It's a staple. Of course. Um, the, the, they were only won by 10. The last two minutes of this game took way too longer than it had to. Um, I mean, I guess we'll just start with the Nick picks. Like I said, um, Frank Nilakina, nine points, three of three from three, and yet did not play in the fourth quarter. Only played a couple minutes in the fourth quarter. And as much as I respect Reggie Bullock and his probably earned minutes, I was I was begging for Frank to get some time some burn down the stretch, which was you know a little frustrating. Um, yeah, I would have liked to see IQ on the court in the very last few minutes when you needed a free throw shooter to ice the game. But all in all. I mean, this is a very positive live stream normally, and this is going to be the, the, 
you know, we're going to celebrate a, a victory. This is a good bounce back win after they lost to the Spurs the other night. Um, I, 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 it's funny that I'm talking about Frank because I gotta just give a shout out to my uh, old cold host and now John's coach, uh, Jeremy Cohen. So back when he and I used to host the Knicks podcast, I want to say I was one of the uh, haters of Frank, but it wasn't so much that I, I didn't believe in his ability. I just thought he was like Caruso, you know, like that's like the best case scenario for Frank as production. Like he'll do the little things. They won't always show up in the box score. He's never going to be, you know, a guy that averages 17 a game. But he's a guy that will average six or seven a game. And as you're seeing, you know, the box score, it won't always show what he's doing. But, you know, because you watch, you know, the eye test, as John's other daughter talked about, um, obviously has something to do with uh, how Frank can be productive. And now, like, this is a game changer. Like, if he's going to shoot, I don't think he's going to shoot 55% from three, but let's just cut that to 40. Like, he's now a productive player. Um, I would like to see him get more minutes in the second half. I don't, I've seen people saying that Reggie Bullock is trade bait and Frank is more, uh, more product. Ob. I don't know. I read that wrong. Um, fan man cave. That's right. This is a fan man cave. I worked hard on it too. Um, so yeah, I'll I, props to Frank for at least showing he can be a shooter that can make defenders be honest, you know, like Frank was being, left open for a reason. And now like you actually now have to guard him. Michael Aaron in the super chat. We got to give credit where credit is due. Elf had a really good game. I still want Rose to start though. 1000%. So I mentioned that I only wanted quickly for the end of the game. Cause he's a 90,000% free throw shooter. Um, he had an off game, which he's a rookie. You're allowed to have those games. His shot wasn't falling. I think he's the only person that played that didn't score. Um, I want to say that, and I'm, I've been just as vocal at my criticism of Alfred Payton. Anytime I can get a joke off at his expense, I've done it on twitter.com, but I can't say they win this game without Alfred Payton, which I'm not saying like an average point guard couldn't have just taken his spot and he wouldn't have, you know, they still wouldn't have won. Derrick Rose, an above-average point guard at this point in his career, has been part of the rotation when they've been winning games. And he, like, he filled in, and everything fit perfectly when the Pistons uh, lost on Sunday uh, in a blowout. Um, but, you know, props to Peyton. I, I still don't I don't think his future is here. Now, is that Mrs. Macri in the chat? You just had a baby! That's real, right? Everybody go in the chat if you don't see it and wish I I, I was confused that John was going to be here tonight and Mrs. Macri's here. Dolores, congratulations. Um, man, women are just so much better at us than I'm not even trying to like earn points here. That's impressive. Um, okay, where was I? Julius Randle. That's what I want to talk about. Uh, I believe he finished with 26, 16 and 6, which is something that we should be used to by now. Uh, what else can you say about Julius Randle? Like the one thing I want to talk about with Randle is the uh, uh, the article he wrote in the Players Tribune today. Hand up if you wanted Julius Randle gone for a second rounder before the season, or just play him enough so that we get his trade bait up. Like 27, okay, 27, 16, and 7. Thank you, Cheryl Williams. 
Um, man, I wanted Julius Randle gone. I wanted him out of here. Um, I don't. Oh, John texted me. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned. Is all I will say. Um, reading that letter, I say letter because I think that's what the tra- players' tribune can be. Sometimes it's just you know we write fan letters. He's actually writing a letter to us. Um, reading that that piece in the players' tribune, um, I gotta say, it's the type of thing that you look back years later, and it's like. Like that season, that those moments, like him be us campaigning for him to be an all star, him earning our respect and making us eat crow. Um, you know, this city can be very like we fall in love with people that just talk about that they work hard. This city fell in love with John Starks. I love John Starks. There's a Carmelo Anthony poster that way. There's a Larry Johnson, that whole 99 team I revere as the greatest thing that's ever happened in Knicks history. And they were an eight seed that got hot in the postseason. Um, that's the stuff that Julius Randle is doing this year. Because like a lot of people have compared it, compared this season to the 2010 season, the beginning of it before the Mellow trade, and I feel like it's that. But like if Amari was a guy that we hated the year before, and then he came the next season and completely redefined his body, completely changed his philosophy. One of the biggest play of this game, Pistons made it interesting in the fourth quarter. I believe they had gotten it down to 10 and Peyton missed a layup, came back the other end and Plumlee, who for some reason turned into Elijah one in the fourth quarter, goes up for a post up. And Randall swats his shit off the backboard. And it leads to a wide open layup down the other end. Like, that doesn't happen last year. That didn't happen last year. Um, It's just the stuff that you can now see. Like, my brother is, I think he's 20 years old now. Like, this is the stuff that when you're a kid or when you're younger, I say a kid, I'm 32. I'm allowed to call 20-year-olds kids. Um, When you're young and you fall in love with a player, this is the type of stuff that happens when they're just starting to win, when they're just starting to become part of um, why fans fall in love with players. Um, yeah, this this is it, the Knicks are, are good, question mark. I know the net rating thing says they're probably around a 500 team. Well, they're 19 and 18, so I'll take it. RJ Barrett. So here's the thing about RJ. I've gone back and forth with RJ Barrett I like how I said that, like I actually know him. Like I talked to RJ Barrett. Um, I've gone back and forth. <laughs> Macri's in the chat. Randall for Jets QB. <laughs> um, I will take Zach Wilson. Thank you very much. Um, RJ got rewarded. Okay, RJ Barrett. So I've gone back and forth with RJ because I think he's much better than... Some like he should have made second team at least all rookie last year. I think a lot of the situation is why he was so poor, why his numbers look so poor. He was sharing the court with last year version of Randall, last year version of Alfred Payton, last year version of Marcus Morris. Um, I was much higher than RJ with a coach with a system that was much, much more open, much more catered to giving him a chance to, to run the offense at times that it would be better. Where he was like, Okay, you're the number two guy. And that like we can live with that. And this season he's had his ups and his downs, but like the consistency, what was he up to 
someone look, put it in the chat. What is he up? <laughs> what is he up to from three point land? Because his shooting stat, his shooting splits across the board show somebody that's at least improving in year two, which is what you want from a guy like that. Um, I don't like. I can't say he's going to be Zion. Like we have to just get over the fact that he's not Zion or John Morant. But if he ends up being like if they go out and get a guy in free agency or add to what they're building, I'm okay with RJ Barrett being the third best guy on this team. He's around 35%. Jets are trash and we'll stay that way. Listen, I'm with you guys on like defend the Knicks at all costs. I'm so defeated as a Jets fan. You're right. They're probably going to be trash. I've got this illusions of grandeur that they're going to get to Sean Watson. I'm not even there with that. They're probably going to draft the wrong quarterback in this draft. Um, they're probably going to, um, who the hell is a Jets fan? <laughs> That'd be me, unfortunately. Uh, anyway, uh, the Knicks. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm with RJ. I'm glad to see that he's showing some form of consistency. Like, just give me six points a quarter, dude, um, or five points a quarter. And then that's 20 a game. Randall's the one running the offense. Like, I, you're going to play the second most minutes, most likely, anyway. Who put Danny Dimes over Sam Darnold? At least you're not a Mets fan. Yeah, hate to say it, but um, what do you mean at least I'm not a Mets fan? I'm very happy with the richest owner in all the sports or second richest owner in all the sports. Thank you very much. Um, um, Okay, we talked about RJ. We talked about... um, I guess I'll just make a note about Nerland's Noel. Dude, like, stick him. Something. You guys ever seen Little Giants, the receiver that can't catch? And so he has to imagine that the ball every time it's thrown to him is uh, a piece of uh, a roll of toilet paper. Someone just over the all-star break, make Nerlens Noel watch, um, watch uh, little giants. Just do, do me that favor and do that. Cause I don't get it. Cause he, he's a block machine. Like Wasserman put out that stat tonight that he's what well, his block, his box plus minus on defense is really good, which a stat that John's going to have to tell you about in a newsletter, but I trust when people like that put these stats out that make the Knicks look good. However, I don't get it. I, I don't get what st- stick them allowed in the NBA. I, I it's the weirdest thing because every other part of his game, he's been the perfect backup center and he stepped up uh, significantly throughout this season uh, with Mitch going down. Um, so yeah, I, 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 that's all I really got with, with Nerlens Noel. Um, I, I touched on Frank. I, I talked about Frank. John's taught me not how to word that correctly. Um, Randall. Uh, Obi Toppin. First off, happy birthday. Uh, second off, I love how my allegiances to sports have started a back and forth in the chat. Can we just all be Knicks fans tonight? They're somewhat good. Like, I don't want to jump the, the gun with, like, they're a top four team in the, the East. Let's all be Knicks fans tonight. Uh, yes, John, no touching. Um, Obi Toppin. So, John and I have actually talked when we like we get a chance like we're we're we bring up some stuff about like some some in depth Nick stuff and it's like is Obi here when the Knicks are ready to be good and the Halliburton thing is always gonna be there. I personally think we should hold all the teams except Charlotte that took uh, that didn't take Tyrese Halliburton. Why is it just the Knicks that? get frustrated, get, get shit for this. Um, but like Obi 
is definitely way more of a project than I thought he would be. Um, no, it's not. Hallie stinks. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> um, Obi is way more of a project than I thought he would be. He will show flashes when he gets significant minutes. Like, well, when I say significant minutes, I mean like five minutes at a time. Because what will happen with Obi is he'll touch the ball on one possession and he'll make like a nice move or he'll miss a three or something. We'll go four possessions without touching the ball because he's on the court with quickly on the court with Burks on the court with other guys that are much more ball dominant. And then he'll sit for the NBA minutes leader, which I'm not complaining about that. Um, you know, a lot of uh, John, I think in the newsletters made the comparison to Montrez Harrell. He came into the league with all of this talk about uh, Amari and Amari 2.0. Well, Amari needed Steve Nash for the first couple of years to get him in positions to score better. Um, I don't know if Obi's defense, if Tibbs is the long-term coach, is going to be something that is here. I, like it's, mm, it's tough because I hate doing this where we talk about a player in a very limited sample size and try to make a judgment. However, it's, it's definitely a cause for concern. I, I go to my grave that it's like miss me with the should have drafted because all of the drafts are crap shoots. If you went in saying like, I personally wanted Devin Vassell. So I can't even say I wanted Halliburton, like the Knox draft. I wanted bridges. I didn't want SGA. I didn't want Porter jr. So we all have our hits and misses with these guys that are 18 to 19 years old. Um, I guess in, in Toppin's case, 30. Um, but I am concerned that there's like a significant, like you saw what happened at the beginning of the fourth quarter. He, we were headed toward a night where Randall could get a fourth quarter of rest. And instead, lead gets cut down quickly, no pun intended, and he puts the starters back in. And that's just like a thing Tibbs does because he doesn't, like, I need the guys I trust that have earned my trust this season. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I've touched on everybody that I, I, I think is important from this game. You know, Alec Burks has some nice points off the bench. Uh, Burks, uh, Bullock, I've mentioned. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Top would have much rather seen Frank in the game down the stretch. I think he's he's earned that. I just want to see, like, okay, so we talked about the Mets before. In their history, there's been a couple guys where they're hitting 350 or their OPS is really high. And 
their manager is like, but he's a pinch hitter. And it's like, can we just like leave him in until he's hitting under 300 and then see what happens? Like, let's get to that point with Frank. Let's just leave him in until he's shooting under 40% from three. Let's just see what happens. Let him keep shooting. And then if he gets under, then we'll reassess. But he's shooting like 60% from three this season. So let's see what happens. Hey, everyone, before we get started, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know how to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. The best part is you could get all this for only $15 a month. That's the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports podcasting experience. Acceptance into this program is limited. So get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com backslash join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more. But that's bwhustle.com slash join. Okay, I'm going to venture into the chat and then I got a little surprise for you guys at the end. Um, Peyton Bullock, Obi, 2021 first for Redick and Lonzo. Um, I don't think, I don't think the Pelicans are going to trade Lonzo. I think the Pelicans are much more, uh, they're starting to build something. I think Lonzo might be part of the solution. Um, if I, I mm, I'm not ready to give up on, Wait, which 21, which 2021 first? No, never mind. I, I never mind. I, I don't want to trade any of the first round picks this season. I don't. I'm sorry. I just, I need to see where they are before I'm willing to trade them. The Knicks are building through the draft. We've seen them hit on Mitchell Robinson and Emmanuel quickly. I, I'm okay if they have a pick that's like 14 and 22 this year. I'm okay with not trading picks. I am interested in Lonzo. I would like him, like Tyler Michael says this in the chat, let's just sign Lonzo in free agency. He's a restricted free agent. I, convinced myself that Tim Hardaway Jr. was an okay restricted free agent signing at four for 72. I think Lonzo would cost around that much. So why not just do that? And then like the way he's played this year, he's much better. He's the ball handle that you want next to Randall because he's not going to be as high a usage rate. He's a better catch and three player, the catch and shoot player, from especially from three than Peyton is. So if you're substituting the 33 minutes a game from Peyton with Lonzo Ball, I think that's actually pretty comparable. Um, or not comparable, it's, it's an upgrade. Uh, so I'm all, for, I'm all for getting Lonzo, just not at that price. I'd rather wait until free agency. Um, Frank, not a PG. He's a 3D wing that needs to be played as such. I agree. I don't think he... like I, I, The person I wanted him to play for tonight was Reggie Bullock. It wasn't Peyton. It wasn't... Alec Burks. It wasn't even quickly. I just, I think Frank is like a utility, uh, a utility man. You know, I'm keep using baseball. He's a Swiss Army knife. You know, he's a guy that can just be on the court guarding the other team's best player one through three. And then, you know, if he's going to hit threes, then you got to leave him in. Um, I'd rather have Trent Jr. over Lonzo. Why not both? <laughs> That would be my answer. I I like both. I don't think the Blazers are going to trade Trent or you've got to let Trent Jr. go at this point because I think 
they have championship aspirations. They're not looking to subtract. They're looking to keep what they have intact. Um, I don't understand the bullet love from Tibbs. He's good on D, but that's it. Pause. Um, I don't either. I'd much rather see Alec Burks or Frank be in the lineup, but at the same time, the Knicks have like four guys that are in for shooting and like specifically just if you're hitting from three, that's all you're going to have to do. It's like, it's like it's quickly, quickly scores a little more than that. But at this point it's like, it's Frank Burks and Bullock. So, um, you like that's their role. So you kind of hope anytime Bullock shoots that he's one of those guys that's, Oh, I'm, I'm four for seven this game, all from three. I'm two for five this game, all from three. It's all you're asking from him. So like, I didn't like tonight that he took, what was it? 11 shots and only made, was it two of 11, three of 11 and like that. But you know, uh, it's hard to complain when I guess when you're winning, um, Let's see. Alec Burks from Kareem Asur. Alec Burks killed us today with his selfishness. I actually prefer Bullock over him. Don't disagree. Again, I wanted Frank. Can't trade Obi after one year. Let him back up Randall and let him play out his rookie contract at least. Fans too quick to get rid of talent. I don't disagree. Um, see, that's just the thing with Obi is someone look up and put it in the chat. Is he is he average? Has he go to his game lock? How many times has he played more than 15 minutes? That's all I want to know this season. And then if, if it's like twice, then like <laughs> someone put Obi will be 27 when his rookie contract expires. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it's just such a small sample size and Randall has earned the minutes. Like I think if in a different world where Randall was last year, Randall, we'd be saying like uh, Obi needs to play more or you might even just by default, Obi would be playing more. I think last year with Fizdale or Mike Miller, Obi would be playing more two times over 20 Macri says. And I think one of those games is his first game. And then the other time was like most of the minutes were in garbage time. Adam says seven games more than 15 minutes played. Now do more than 11 because it's like, it's not a lot. We're 30, 37 games into the season. He's only played 57 games, more than 15 minutes. It's just such a small sample size with Obi Toppin. Uh, Elite 23, 26. Pascal Siakam, Siakam was 22 when he came into the league. Different circumstances, different type of player. I agree. It's just way too quick to, to trade or give up. On Obi Toppin. Um, we also have 17. Hold on. Adam said 17 more than 11. All right. So that's actually more than I thought. Um, uh, what was I saying? Obi. Um, it's just a different, it's a different sample size. It's a different type of player than Siakam. Um, I would like to see him get. Oh, that's what I was saying. We got to remember he got drafted three weeks before the season started. I get it. Like you were playing, getting ready for the draft. So. Like you, you accept that he should have been in shape, or you expect or expect that he should have been in shape. But um, I'm much more uh, curious what he does with a an NBA off season. He's going to play some playoff minutes, I believe. Um, you know, just there's no reason to give up that much. Uh, Shack Gun, Shock Gun, Shack Gun. Um, quickly, quickly needs to learn how to. 
no pick up his oh quickly needs to learn how to not pick up his dribble that's what gets him in trouble tonight was just an off night i'm not going to i'm not going to punch you down on emmanuel quickly he's been arguably the third best player on this team um he's easily been like their second best offensive player at times uh when he's not on he's off like which wow did i just say that when he's not on he's like a zero is more what i would say like he he doesn't really contribute in too many other ways, but when he's scoring, like you leave him in because he doesn't like, he doesn't miss like those games where he'll just, he'll get 23 points on three shots. Like you have to leave him in and just ride it out to see what happens again. Phrasing. Um, But on games like tonight where his shot isn't falling, you really have to be okay with the reminder that he's 21 years old and he's going to struggle in his rookie season, um, especially for a late first round pick. So um, he facilitated tonight. Okay. Tonight. Yeah. I got to, I'll be honest. He wasn't, he wasn't, see, he had a couple of, of hesitations that I didn't like. He um, was searching for the foul. It wasn't getting called. Uh, he had that travel, which led to his last play of the game. He did have a nice cross court pass, to Burks that just didn't go in, which I liked. Um, I'm not worried. I do not need to tell you guys how good Emmanuel quickly has been this season. He's been incredible. Um, quickly is better than Rose on the court. Mm. It's, quickly's 21. Derek Rose is a former MVP. They're just Derek Rose does different things than Emmanuel quickly. If, if you, if you really want to put them up against each other, those from Rev John Ortiz. What's up, homie? Um, if you want to put what they've done, like, do I need a bucket? Then I probably go D Rose. Do I need a three to be made? <laughs> I'd probably go quickly. Do I need a stop? As weird as this is, as somebody who intently watched 2017, I'd probably pick D Rose. I used to call him Eric Rose because he doesn't play D. Um, and if I needed a free throw made, I'd pick quickly. I think they're the perfect complement of players to play on the court together, which is why like, I want to keep D Rose, but I don't keep him as the backup point guard at this point. So he plays next to quickly. Um, I like quickly from Adam. I like quickly with Frank over Rose. Oh, I lo- Okay. I caught up on that. I like quickly with Frank instead of Derek Rose. I mean, you might get your wish if Alfred, tra- Alfred Payton gets traded. Although I think, Tonight actually solidified that Peyton's not going anywhere. Uh, Frank Kive is buzzing from yellow beast mode. Absolutely. Um, quickly, ceiling is probably Vinny Johnson, which isn't bad. I really hope not. I'd rather be more like CJ McCollum or Lou Williams. Um, rookies always, again, from yellow beast mode. Rookies always deserve a pass. You can rip on sophomores, though. Um even then, as long as the sophomore isn't regressing, like we ripped on Kevin Knox a ton when he was a sophomore. Um, like RJ, I think you wanted to see improvement and you have. So uh, yes, Zolo J, Eric Rose, shout out. Um, quickly, Chris Percy. <laughs> quickly ceiling is Michael Jordan. Cry. Um, Chris, I, we just need to give a shout out to our young Padawan here at Nick's Film School who has made the last week a living hell for people who had some receipts that needed pulled up um, with their slander of the Knicks. Uh, thank you, Chris, for your service to Nick's Twitter. It is much appreciated. Uh, let's get a couple more. Ask me like 
anything. It could be trade related. I who I would like in trades and stuff. It doesn't necessarily have to be Jeremy Chase. I kind of like the Vinnie Johnson comp. Look, I'll believe you. I a sixth man off the bench that makes sense. The microwave, uh, if you wanted to. Um, love you, Andrew. Love you too, Chris. Um, Peyton tradable from Adam. There are teams that need a point guard. You just need to get Peyton to agree to it. And if you told him, if you told him you're not going to play anymore, then yeah, I just don't see that happening. Um, can't we wait for Beal for next year from Dirk Joseph? So here's the thing about Bradley Beal. If you're saying wait until he's a free agent, I'll hear you. Look at who, look at what the cost of a big star has been. Because I see this all the time in this chat and on Twitter. We'll offer, you know, Frank, we'll offer Knox, we'll offer just one of the picks this year. Like, if you really want Bradley Beal, bye bye, RJ, bye bye, Mitch, bye bye, both picks this year, probably another pick. Like, James Harden went for seven first rounders. And I get it. Beal is a step above James Harden, but like multiple players, multiple rotation pieces, multiple future assets got traded for one player. Bradley Beal, especially since Washington has no incentive to trade him because Russell Westbrook is on their books for the next two years. Bradley Beal is going to cost a ton, and especially when you hear what he's had to say. And he wants to be the next Dame Lillard. He wants to be part of the solution in, in Washington. So in order to get him lured out, you're going to have to give up a lot. And I'd rather not do that. So as far as Bradley Beal is concerned, I'll pass for now. Look, I made this analogy. I went on a podcast the other day with uh, the guys from uh, elite sports, New York. And um, I, I, uh, I made an analogy that the Knicks dating history, like we've been through a lot, especially like old heads, like me and John, we're like in the 2000s, we had this really brutal relationship and like torturesome, abusive. And when we finally got out, we just needed something stable. And then we got into one and it, it, we experienced some success. It was kind of cool. And, and we, we, it was much better than we thought it would. But it obviously had to end at a certain point. Then someone older came along and we thought because he had worked with somebody else and made it work with, with a rival that it was now our turn to experience that success. And it was like, it didn't work at all. It just did not work at all. And then we went with somebody else that had always been around and we thought, well, okay, maybe this, maybe this could be a friendship thing. Maybe, you know, friends into lovers. And then they did something and everybody told us it was bad. Like, how could you do that? And we got so defensive I was like, no, you don't get it. Steve Mills loves me, okay? Porzingis is part of our... Uh, we didn't need him. Like, I, I, I trust Steve Mills, okay? And then, obviously, we found out that that didn't work. Here we are today, back in a stable relationship, and we're so quick to jump back into, oh, okay, we can, we can skip a bunch of steps. We can move. We can get married. We're, we're the kids. Let's buy a house. Let's just... Guys, let's just enjoy the next relationship. The stability of it. The Knicks are 19 and 18. Doesn't have to be anything more than that. Um, shout out. Oh, wow. Shout out to Hiram Claudio, my father. Uh, I apologize if I've cussed a ton on this pod. Pastor Hiram. Uh, okay. I think we'll do a couple more. 
and then I'm going to call John so he can talk to you guys. Um, I think you guys had like a whole conversation about uh, Booker in the chat. Devin Booker's contending for a title this year. I don't know if you guys have watched enough of the Suns. I know Chris has been very high on Devin Booker. I love the kid. I think he's going to be a Phoenix Sun for a long time. I, I, I think they're going to be in contention at least this year or a couple of years later. I need to a lot of bad things to happen to the Suns before <laughs> before he becomes available. Uh, Dirk Joseph again. I hope they don't trade for Oladipo. I do too. I'm not. I'm not as high on Oladipo as other people are, especially since he's like going to be a free agent in a couple of months. What are you getting? That's like so. What you can be the four seed. You can be the four seed without Oladipo. Um, the one thing that hasn't come up yet, which I'm proud of you guys for, if like, please stop with the Andre Drummond stuff. He's got a 30% usage rate. If we're getting someone to replace Mitch, it's not Andre Drummond. He would take the ball out of uh, Julius Randle and out of RJ's hands rather than compliment them like Mitch and Nerlens Noel currently do. So thank you. Uh, that's the other thing about Oladipo. Every time I go to check on him, he's coming off an injury. He's coming back from an injury. He's currently rehabbing because or resting because of a nagging injury. I don't want to give that a long-term... I don't want to give up any assets for that. I don't want to commit anything long-term to that. Um, Boomer... Bomber BCM will be fine. Chris Paul honeymoon, always great, but he drives his teammates crazy. Uh, that's obviously referring to Devin Booker. I think I think winning you is fun though, and this is the first time that that Suns group has won. They've talked nothing but glowingly about um, about Chris Paul so far. Uh, Jason, I'm realistic targets at the deadline. See, here's the here's the tough part about that question is the entire Eastern Conference outside of the top three and the Pistons is separated by four games. So it's top for, it's tough for me to actually figure out who's going to be a realistic trade partner because while the Knicks have some unused cap space, while the Knicks you know, have some assets they can trade for, everybody kind of thinks that they're in it, especially since there's 10 teams that are going to make the playoffs in this conference this year. Um, Fournier and... Chris brought this up. Evan Fournier um, in free agency this offseason, I've been trying to put people on. I like Fournier. I, I'd love him as like in a, a, an upgrade over so, over like Austin Rivers, what he was supposed to be. Um, I don't necessarily think I want to trade for him, though, is just is where I am at this point. Um, I want Bomber BCM. I wanted Lori last season, but now for the forward logjam, it looks less likely um laurie marketing would your best case scenario for laurie marketing is what you're getting from julius Randle. like he they play they're both stretch fours like at that's at this point you're getting exactly i i'd have to really look at the stats on laurie marketing but i i think so okay here's the actual thing so on that bulls team is a man named zach levine and my my buddy henry has been texting me just levine's stats every night He's a guy that if you just wanted to add to this team, Levine can, I think, opt out. It's, if it's not this summer, it's next summer. He's a guy I'd consider. Because if he's like, if, you, if you're seeing um, Randall still playing like this, RJ takes another step. Obi doesn't look like. Okay, so Chris is saying sign Levine in 2022 free agency. That's actually something I'd be interested in because 
There's a lot of teams that, you know, are, we're, we're, I just talked about it. There's the top three in the East, and then there's the Pistons. You could solidify yourself as one of those top four if you continue to add on to the core you have here. Um, our last one, Dirk Joseph. Do we wait to see how this team does at the end of the year? Are we address Randall, or do we do it now four-year extension? Well, the beauty of it is that you can wait if you'd like to. Um, the only thing I'd say as far as waiting, because you know, a lot of people say just opt into his last year and then extend him during the season. Man, um, there's, you know, the, the, the buzzword is culture. And as frustrating as some of that, is because like we the Nets had culture and they got Durant and Kyrie and it was like no Durant and Kyrie wanted to play in Brooklyn Durant tore his Achilles wanted to go play for a team that was much closer than the Knicks were and that's it like it wasn't culture they didn't, he was talking on Hot ninety seven that he was watching Kenny Atkins and YouTube videos no you, you fired Kenny Atkins without even playing a game for him stop it that culture had nothing to do with it the Nets culture got traded for James Harden but. If you did want to establish that if you perform for this team, if you perform under tips and as a job well done for Julius Randle for putting up the improved stats he has this year, putting up uh, all-star worthy stats. And in my opinion, and hopefully as somebody who has Julius Randle at plus 5,000 five weeks ago, cha-ching, going to win the most improved player as well. If you want to reward that with an extension just to establish culture, like, okay, we have a building block that's going to be here for the next five years. We have a leader we can build around. Fine. I, I'm okay with that. The fact of the matter is there's no urgency to do it, at least not right now. So that's where I am with that. I like. I, I definitely wouldn't do it like during the All-Star break. I'd, I'd approach him this offseason and say, hey, we're going to look to extend you past this opt-in year. I think you can do that. Jeremy or people that are smarter with the cap, um, <laughs> We could do it that way. Okay, can we sign LeBron when he's 43? I mean, at this point, he's probably still going to be putting up 27, 7, and 7. So, absolutely. Uh, okay, hold on a second, guys. Also, in the chat, if there's feedback, let me know. Hey, man, you're, you're going to put me out of a job. Why? What'd I do? I mean, you, you, you just you killed it. I, I could watch you all night long. Oh, well, thank you. I literally watch you on a nightly basis after games. Um, can you got, you're on the chat. I don't know if you saw this, but you're on the chat currently or on the post game live stream. Say hello to the people. Say what you'd like to say. How's, how's wifey? How's the kid? Um, my wife just, just peed, which is apparently a big accomplishment after, after you give birth. So big shout out to big shout out to peeing. Um, yes. Science. Yeah, no, it's great. Also, I learned today that a child, can defecate whilst in the womb. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yes. And so literally it eats its own shit sometimes. Oh. Um, yeah. No, it's a crazy world out there. Um, I'm holding um, Isabel. Hey. Yeah, no, she's doing good. Um, great. Uh, fun game tonight. More stressful than it should have been, uh, much like my day today. Um, but, uh, <laughs> no, I, I mean, you, you hit everything. And, uh yeah, man, I just want to say a quick thank you to everybody uh, who wrote uh, such kind things in the chat. Thank congratulations and all that stuff because it was uh, it's all that is extraordinarily meaningful to me more than more than I can express here. Um, so thank you, everybody. And, and of course, thanks to you for uh, filling it. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, your child is one or no as a Knicks fan. Um, the Knicks are one or no since you've had a kid. So the next time they lose, you just have to have another kid is what's going to have to happen. I mean, I'm going to keep track of this for as long as they're above 500 while she's alive. Ooh. You know, she's she's going to wear that um, as a badge of honor. So let's, let's hope it can There you go. Knicks winning shits himself herself in the womb. That's what we know yes. about baby girl number two. Um, congratulations, buddy. Um, I, we'll, we'll talk later, but uh, I'm, be, I'm reading the chat now. Everybody is very appreciative of uh, what you've done and what you do and is very... Uh, sends you very warm wishes uh, to you and the fam. Um, my, my wishes right back to them. Uh, let's enjoy the break and then, you know, come out of it on top. There we go. There we go. All righty. Have a good night, bud. Okay. Tom Macri, ladies and gentlemen. Father of two. Uh, okay. I'm going to wrap up with something I do on my show, Final Score. It's called a Final Recommendation. Uh, you can't see it because there was no room in the backdrop, but uh, I'm a bit of a cinephile. I like to watch movies, and I want to recommend a movie for you guys, if it's all right. It's my final recommendation. Um, it was nominated. I think it won for foreign language film on Sunday. Uh, Minari. It's it's going cold. It's 20 bucks to rent on Apple TV. Uh, it is beautiful. It is a story of a Korean family that's learning to be uh, farmers here in America. Uh, it touches on a lot of, lot of relevant issues that happen right now. It is an incredible, incredibly beautiful movie. I really hope it gets love at the Oscars. Uh, if you're looking for something that just costs a subscription service, um, WandaVision drops at 3, 3 a.m. tonight. If you're not caught up, I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't think I have to recommend this. I'm sure you're all watching WandaVision. Um, so, uh, okay, guys, this was fun. Um, as always, as John, if I, yeah, Stephen Yun, the Glenn from The Walking Dead. He was also, this is where I get nerdy on you. Uh, Stephen Yun was also in a movie called Burning last year or two years ago, which I actually now three years ago, I'm thinking, um, uh, arguably a top 25 movie of the decade, last decade. Uh, it's Burning. I think it's available on Netflix too, if you want to check it out. Um. Yeah, series finale, Joshua Richards. Okay, don't forget subscribe to this channel. I think we're like less than a hundred away from five thousand. So if you want to really, really bless John Macri and his family, get us over five thousand. <laughs> well done. Take care. Brush your hair. I wore a hat for a reason. Um. Let's get up to 5,000 subscribers on this channel. Um, I'll shout out CP. Give thumbs up for your boy. Um, subscribe to the Next Film School podcast. There's no episode tomorrow because this is the episode that you're getting at midnight. Um, but subscribe, rate, review. Um, I, I personally would much appreciate it. Uh, as far as personally, I mean, you can check out Final Score if you'd like. We're doing our top 10 movies of 2020 this week. Uh, shout out to Bernard Ozrowski, who will be on that pod from uh, with me. And uh, guys, thank you for tuning in tonight. Let's go Knicks. We are over 500 at the All-Star break. Who'd have thunk it? What a world. Take care, guys. Take care, guys.